Hello and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. We are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. (laughs) Hey everyone, welcome to Spooky Saturday. I think, Kayla, you're just talking to Nuggies. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's up, man? He's back there. like, hey, Nuggie. And he's like, coo, 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 uh, How's everyone doing? Doing all right? It's a chilly fall day here on Seattle. It is. Um, oh, we wore our matching okay. glasses today. I know. We, and our matching sweaters. Yep. On accident. <laughs> Amazing. Oops, we accidentally either made the sweaters, but also had the same glasses. <laughs> Whoopsie. We, sh- we both shop at Zenny Optical. Not sponsored, but you could. Not sponsored, yeah, Cause, but you could. Because <laughs> they're really nice, quality, cheap glasses. It's true. It's true. You like $15 or something? I know. I well, I have I progressive lenses because I'm an old person, so they're still expensive, but they're less expensive than they would be if yeah, I that's good. Else. That's good. Um, these ones are prescription. Sometimes I wear them with my contacts when I'm on the computer, so I don't look as closely. Do you have the blue light blockers? Things. That's what I have. That's why I got these. I don't know. So that way for the computer. Remember. Thank you all also for supporting the Spooky Saturday Patreon. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for helping us. Um, it's going to help us do more Spooky Scout things and pay our editor, who is now... No longer Celeste, but we will pay them. <laughs> we miss you, Celeste. You were amazing. Jack will yes. do good, too. Yes. Jack will be a great editor. And thank you, Jack's friend, who made the new song. I, I forgot to email him and ask him. If he Jack's, friend. Just, Jack's, Jack's friend. Jack's friend. Definitely Matt. It's no longer maybe Matt. It's Jack's friend. Definitely Matt. <laughs> yeah. The behemoth pulse. Kayla did get the t-shirt. I she did. has it somewhere. Um, and Jack and I stared at it for a while, and he was like, you can't wear that in public. And I was like, that's true. <laughs> I can't. I told you to make it into a crop top. Yes. I'm going to cut off the words. Or, yeah. Or I can make it into just, like, wear it to bed. But You should make it into a crop top. Yeah. See? There it is. See? It's still cute. You just got to make it into a crop top. Yeah, I'm going to cut just below, <laughs> just below yeah. there and just make it a crop yeah. top. Yeah. Just make it a crop top. It's still cute. It's still cute. I haven't been catching up on too much because I've been focusing so much on making all of the pigeon things happen and uh, working on getting all of the merch out for my store. So yeah, for the We Crowing Hen store, I want to have like a big update in November. So I've just been drowning and being like, should I make this thing? And I'm like asking Kayla and I'm like, should I make this thing? We have some cool things planned. Samples ordered. Things fun. Fun things coming. Yeah. Yeah. So we've just been mostly just been catching on stuff. And it's, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Did you get a new camera, Kayla? Your camera looks better. Am I like losing it? I think with the latest Windows 10 update, my webcam, when I turned it on, it was like zoomed in to like here. And then I went to my Logitech settings and I realized the HD was turned off. So now I look better. (laughs) So you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Mine probably is turned off too. Um, I still look like a a turd. (laughs) They don't. No, it's true. It's it's fact. It's, it's, freaks, it's a freaks fact. I don't fact. have a sign um, to hold up. Okay. But it's false. It's a freaks fact. 
I have to get my bangs trimmed. They're attacking my face, which is great. I'm starting to get bangs again. Here they are. I know. Look, you're getting bangs. I'm getting my hair back. Welcome back. Yeah, it's coming back. Welcome back, hair. But yeah, so we're just going to talk about some fun stories that we looked up about really silly things. Apparently, they also, along with divot boxes and haunted dolls, they also sell haunted laptops on eBay. Nuh-uh. Yeah. What? I didn't even think to <laughs> yeah. look for that. Yeah, like old haunted laptops. Um, yeah, we were just, I, I, this episode, I literally was just like, okay, let's just talk about like haunted laptops, but we kind of strayed from that. But one of the things was haunted computers because I don't know. I just thought that was a funny idea that people thought their computers were haunted. <laughs> yeah, when I when I tried to look into it, a lot of them were like tech forums that were like, mm, "I think my computer's haunted. This program keeps closing." I was like, "That's not real haunting, Carl. That's just your computer being terrible. <laughs> that's just your computer being broken." <laughs> I think. Well, I think that's good. Yeah, I found a really funny one. I was going to read about someone who, like, as a kid, thought their computer was haunted. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Oh, no. My pop filter just keeps rolling over. That's, that's great. It's just sliding just, off the desk. Oh, goodbye. Leaving. Just just leaving. Me too, pop filter. I know. I'm just trying to, like, not to have decent audio. <laughs> it's like, nope, goodbye. But yeah, so we're just going to talk about that. But it might be, again, it might be a little bit of a shorter episode because we've been so busy and we're just going to hang out and do some uh, chatting about spooky stuff. I don't have any updates for recent events. I I did listen to the QAnon podcast that I usually listen to to tell me the QAnon current events of what's going on, except for, I guess, Congress. This might have been an older one where they voted on it and like 17 Republicans voted to like be cool with it. Like, they voted to be cool with QAnon. I was like, no, all right. <laughs> okay. Wow. So 17 Republicans were like, no, no, no need to condemn these people. Just let them go. So that's fun. <laughs> well, I have some current events that I shared in the... Oh, you sent me that. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I just focus on the dumb, <laughs> dumb, super dumb stuff that is that is our the state of society at the moment. <laughs> Well, all I have, well, this one, actually, this one's kind of old, but I sent this link in the, if you're, if you've joined the Patreon at the the highest tier, there are private channels in the Discord, and I sent a couple of these links there. But this one came up on Twitter now, but actually, when I look at it, it was published in 2015, and I, it, that kind of scares me more. <laughs> but the title of the article, which is all I need to read, is... Scientists at Large Hadron Collider hope to make contact with parallel universe in days. Oh, no, yeah, they they that that was reposted recently. Yes. I saw it on Twitter. Yes, that's how I saw it and then I clicked the link and I was like, "Oh, this is 2015." Oh, it already happened, which means that they opened the parallel universe before all of this bad stuff started happening, which means that we're in the parallel universe. Because it was last updated in 2016. Mm-hmm. So is the parallel universe our current presidency in the state of America? I think it is. Yeah. It's the it's the Berenstain Bears timeline when we were in the Berenstain Bears timeline. Well, I've just explained the timeline that we're living in. You're welcome. We did it. We figured it out, Holly. <laughs> this is why we're here. Yeah. The Hadron Collider knocked us over just enough. Just enough for to make it... Uh, Sounds very clickbaity. Yeah, none of those are. They're, that's just a silly article. They're, it's, yeah. I'm sure I could ask any of my science friends and they'd just be like, oh, it's just a clickbait article. But I would rather pretend that we got 
we got kicked into another timeline. Yes, I just like reading the headline, and then I was like, yeah, that's enough. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other thing, actual current event, which I will read because it's terrifying, is mm-hmm. uh, USPS employee reports seven-foot-tall red-eyed oh, yeah. creature <laughs> at O'Hare International Airport. Please read us that article. Okay. The article's amazing, too. Manuel Navarrete of UFO Clearinghouse recently received the following report from a woman who said she'd seen a seven-foot-tall red-eyed creature after leaving work at the United States Postal Service sorting facility in Chicago O'Hare International Airport at around 11 p.m. on Thursday, September 24th. And this is her direct quote of the story. I had just left work at the USPS sorting facility at O'Hare Airport at about 11 p.m. on Thursday, the 24th of September, and was walking out to my car when I saw something standing at the far end of the parking lot where I usually park. At first, I thought it was a very tall person with a long coat. As I got closer to my car, I unlocked my car, which caused my headlights to come on. My headlights hit the person standing about 20 to 25 feet from my car, causing it to turn and look right at me. I saw that this was not some person, but some red-eyed creature, and what appeared to be a coat were actually wings, which it spread out as it turned to look at me. At first, I thought it was some kind of very, very large bird, but I've never seen any bird that stood almost seven feet tall. I'm five foot four. Yeah, that's too tall. Yeah. I'm five foot four, and this thing looked taller than me by at least two feet. This thing then started making some type of chirping sound, almost a half chirp and half click, like someone was clicking their tongue, but much faster. It then made some type of screeching sound and took off running toward me. It got to within 10 feet of me and took off into the air and flew above me. I was screaming hysterically as I crouched down behind the car's (laughs) open door and I dove into my car head first. I was in a near panic as I tried to start the car, close and lock the doors and turn on my interior lights. I started my car and took off out of the parking lot and flew down the road till I hit the main road. I got home and told my husband, who also works at the same facility, and he was the one who told me about the sightings of this thing. I was scared shitless, and I hope I never see this thing again. This thing is roaming around the area, scaring people half to death. I hope the airport people decide to do something about this thing someday. Yeah, what? It's Mothman! My favorite is, like, I hope the airport people want to do something about it. Yeah, I hope they do something about it. I'm like, uh, what are they going to (laughs) do? Like, what are they going to do? Uh... Also, I liked her description. I, I felt it's much more believable because her description is that she ran away screaming. I'm like, that's legit, right? Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I saw that shit, I'd run away screaming too, man. Well, and interestingly, further down the article, it says, this report constitutes the latest news in a string of Mothman sightings from within a few hundred mile radius surrounding Lake Michigan, including every state bordering the Great Lake. These sightings huh. ostensibly began in the spring of 2017, but more historical accounts are being reported as more people became aware of the phenomenon. They generally take place in the evening or night, often near a park or natural area or around water. Witnesses consistently describe a large gray or black bat or bird-like creature, although in a small number of cases the creature was huh. described as insect-like, sometimes with glowing or reflective red, yellow, green, or orange eyes and humanoid features such as arms and legs are often reported. Hmm. Mothman. That's where he lives now. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah, Jesse said, oh no, isn't Mothman like an omen of disaster? Sure. Well, only because of the bridge fell. Yeah. That was like, that was in the, in, only if you're in Virginia. Only, yeah. Well, I think it was, I think that that was, I think that that's a theory and I think it came from the book, The Mothman Prophecies, and then the movie like emphasized that. So I think there for a while that was part of it, but I don't think like 
in every case, he is the harbinger of doom, but maybe. Yeah, maybe. I liked that article a lot, though, and I thought that was great. So we got to keep an eye on that. I do have another update is that the jetpack is back over LAX. Oh, my gosh. Jetpack man. Jetpack man's back. Welcome back. Yeah. Um. Now this time, and they're like, uh, they're like, jetpacked man's back. We're more pissed that he came by again, and so now they're like, they're like trying to find him so they can like get him in trouble, because I guess jetpack man is back again. What's wrong with jetpacks? Like, is, so is he not allowed? I mean, not over LAX. True. Like, you're not allowed to fly anything over LAX. So that's why they're like worried about it. Also, I see Nuggy is trying to eat his paper on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I see him doing it. That's why, why Nuggie pads are upside down because he would eat the other side. Oh my god, Nuggie, no! Don't you sass me! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Pigeons! So, Jetpack Man's back. You can't go over LAX. That's no fly zone. So, that's why they're trying to crack down on Jetpack Man. But I am curious, like, who, who could be doing that because. I mean, I feel like Los Angeles is a place with a lot of, like, rich people with too much money and too much free time on their hands. So it could just be, like, some YouTuber who was like, oh, I guess I'm on, on top of my three houses. I'm going to buy a jetpack and fly over LAX. Wait, how much do jetpacks cost? Pro- I don't Probably a lot. Like, I can't imagine, like, a, an actual jetpack. Like, you'd have to build it. I don't think you can even buy them. But, ooh, this is some, a rocketeer yeah. scenario here. Because someone would have had, yeah, someone would have had to build it. Like, there's, you can't just buy a jetpack or, like, get it from someplace, like, maybe you can. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can just buy a jetpack in 2020. I'm look on eBay. Maybe you just put a jetpack on and just leave, because that would be nice. Just, like, just go into space. I'm looking on, I'm looking on eBay. Wow. <laughs> Lots of things are called jet, jetpacks. Oh, Alex King just said it's $200,000, according to a Google search. That tracks that try if it's like there's got to be some like extremely popular and wealthy YouTuber or actor or who knows that was just like hmm time to buy a jetpack in this midlife crisis and fly it over LAX time to leave the earth mhm there are no jetpacks on eBay <laughs> i tried I, I tried to put, like, functional human jetpack, oh, and then I got here, hair Al- extensions. Uh, yeah. Alice King says the Martin jetpack will cost between $150,000 and $250,000, excluding the cost of premium gas, as well as any costs associated with getting a sports license in the U.S. and purchasing the necessary flying equipment. Well, this person didn't purchase any of the necessary sports license. They're just flying over LAX. Are we certain that this person had a jetpack and just could not, and wasn't just, like, flying? Did we? Did we? No, no. They said they had the a jetpack. Maybe they were just flying, but that would be worse, right? Yeah, that would be worse. That'd be like the movie Chronicle, which I think about a lot. I think about that movie all the Ugh. time. I liked it. It was fine. I liked that movie because it's like that is my childhood fantasy is like crawl in a weird hole and find an alien thing that you can you get telekinetic powers. Was it about aliens? I don't remember. Yeah, like the the meteor fall this meteor falls from space and it creates a hole and they go into the hole and there's like oh. this like alien thing that they touch and then it gives them well, telekinesis. Telekinetic Whatever, powers. Animorphs was better and that's the same thing. It's true, but <laughs> it's, it was a cool movie. And Animorphs is better. It's true. Animorphs is better, but you know what? We got the Animorphs TV show and it was garbage. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was. It was really bad. Yeah. So anyway, that's my update. So that's fun. That is fun. Yes, that would be great if it was Nicolas Cage just flying around in a jetpack. Also, the preview for that jujitsu movie is out. The one I told you about, oh, the yeah. jujitsu movie about him fighting aliens. And boy, is it funny. You should definitely watch it. He's crazy. Like me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's oh. pretty It's pretty amazing. He looks a little rough for wear in that picture I'm looking yeah. at right there. Well, he's supposed to be like the, the like roughed up old warrior guy who like knows jujitsu or fights aliens. I don't know. I can fly too. I don't know if they cast well for that role. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be good at all. It's going to be, but that's why it's going to be amazing because it's going to be really funny. Yeah, it should be so. fun. I bet my brother will love it. I don't know if he's here right <laughs> now, but I feel like that's something he would like. <laughs> all right, well, let's move into some of some of your research of haunted thingies. Yes. Yeah, so you oh, you started whatever. with ghosts haunted. So you're telling me you could buy a haunted laptop on eBay? Yeah. So I have the I have the the. It was just another. Oh, no, I had to restart my computer. Hold on. Apparently, there was a bunch of articles on it, even on, like, ABC News and, like, Business Insider from, like, 2015. It just says a haunted laptop that has been levitating and displaying creepy wallpaper images is up for auctions on eBay. I'm sorry, what? Levitating? Yes. So I'll read you the article. This is Business Insider. It's very short. A man is selling a haunted 2007 Apple MacBook on eBay. No, thanks. He believes the spooky computer became populated with dead people's spirits after leaving it in a graveyard overnight. <laughs> Before you freak out, the seller says that the spirits inside the device... Oh, no, my Alexa got <laughs> Alexa was like, The spirits like, oh, inside haunted. the device... I know, aren't evil. They're just fun-loving pranksters. Uh, it has apparently been levitating, opening, and shutting on its own and displaying creepy wallpaper images. I'm not an expert at computers, so I'm not sure which one of these anomalous entities might have participated in the haunting, he says. The it's it, the laptop is currently going for $222.50, oh, and still... as a potential owner, you can expect a lot of wacky behavior from this machine. The seller explains... I noticed that all of my songs in iTunes had become scary or haunted. Second, the desktop background was changed to a scary photo. (laughs) The following week, my wife, Barbie, and I, all right, noticed some of our stuff around the house had been mysteriously arranged. Rearranged. One night, we went out to dinner with my wife's parents and their friends and some people from my wife's work and some of their parents. When we came home, my baseball cards were all out of order and my wife's rare American coins were in total disarray. To make matters spookier, I occasionally saw the laptop levitating. In some cases, the screen and keyboard would open and shut quickly as though the computer were attempting to speak. (laughs) Oh, like... It says, this is not the first time tech has crossed with the other realm. Last summer, a Reddit user shared a terrifying story of being haunted by his dead girlfriend on Facebook. That just sounds like someone's being inappropriate. I have that. I have that article as well, though. Oh, okay. Do you believe? Well, so. I'll tell you if I be- what I believe. I say that um, I want this haunted laptop. I want to see the images it generated. And also... That reminds me of the Factor Fiction episode, the one I sent you, like, the, the yes. pictures of yes. with the, the guy has the computer and he gets, yes. like, emailed hieroglyphics to his computer. Yes. What about the one where they have the floppy disk that just says virus? Virus. Remember that one? Stick that in. The computer. Yeah. <laughs> just, it just said virus. Oh, my God. 
So it's not so for sale spooky. anymore, I guess. So I can't no, buy no, it. No, this was from 2015. So fun-loving pranksters. Yeah. Do we want to hear about this this girl from Beyond the Grave talking to this guy on Facebook? Because it sounds kind of messed up. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Hundred okay. percent. Okay. I think this is Reddit Paranormal again. Says, my dead girlfriend keeps messaging me on Facebook. I've got the screenshots and I don't know what to do. This sounds like kind of creepypasta to me, but Mm -hmm. like we'll read it anyway. Says, tonight's kind of a catalyst for this post. I just received another message and it's worse than any of the others. My girlfriend died on the 7th of August, 2012. She was involved in a three car collision driving home from work when someone ran a red light. She passed away within minutes on the scene. We had been dating for five years at that point. She wasn't big on the idea of marriage. It felt archaic, she said. Gave her a weird vibe. But if she had been, I would have married her within three months of our relationship. She was vibrant, the kind... Whatever. She was great. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. That being said, (laughs) she wasn't perfect. She always said something along the lines of, if I cark it first, don't just say... Oh, if I die first, don't just say good things about me. I've never liked that. If you don't pay me out... You're doing me a disservice. I've got so many flaws, and that's just part of me. Um, So this is for her. The music she said she liked and the music she actually liked were very different. Her idea of affection was a side hug. She had really long toes. (laughs) Okay. I know that's a tangent, but I don't feel right discussing her without you having an idea of what she was like. On to the meat. M had been dead for approaching 13 months when she first messaged me. September 4th, 2013. This is when it began. I had left Emily's Facebook account to... Um, account active activated so I could send her the occasional message, post on her wall, go through her albums. If I it, it felt too final and too un Emily to memorialize it. I share access with her mother Susan, meaning her mother has her login and password and has spent a total of approximately three minutes on the website or on a computer total. After the confusion, I assumed it was her. Uh, November sixteenth. 2013, I had received confirmation from Susan that she hadn't logged into M's Facebook since the week of her death. M knew a lot of people, so I instantly assumed this was one of her more tech-savvy friends fucking with me in the worst possible way. I noticed pretty much immediately that whoever was chatting with me was recycling old message from M and my shared chat history. Ooh, no, that's even spookier. Don't like that. Because it's like, it's like the ghost isn't even, like, typing new messages. It's recycled things. Um, it says the... Um, oh wait, does it link the actual, hold on. It might actually have the message. Oh yeah, here, there's a, there's a picture of the message. Oh no. Oh no. It shows the message and then he, she just says, hello. And he says, who is this? It's really weird receiving messages from Emily's account. Question mark. Okay, well, well in the future, please send me messages from your account, even if you want to discuss her page. Nothing. Susan, are you on Emily's account? That's all it says. So that was the first message. Then he gets another message that says, um, hello again. Let's hit up someplace this Sunday. And they're like, who the fuck is this? And then it just says, the wheels on the bus. That's what it just says, says Emily, the wheels on the bus. Nathan, please tell me who you are. Okay, that's all he got. God, that's so spooky. Says the wheels on the bus comment was from when we were discussing songs to play on a road trip that never eventuated. Hello happened a million times. 
Around February 2014, Emily started tagging herself in my photos. I would get notifications for them, but the tag would generally always be removed by the time I got to it. The first time I actually caught one, it felt like someone had punched me in the gut. She would tag herself in spaces where it was plausible for her to be or where she would usually hang out. I've got screenshots of two from April and June. These are the only ones I've caught, so they're a little out of the timeline. I'm trying to write to write. So there's pictures of like where she's tagged herself, like where she would have normally been. And this was, and the pictures were like taken after she passed, I guess. I guess so, yeah. Um, it says, around this period of time, I stopped being able to sleep. I was too angry to sleep. She would tag herself in random photos every couple of weeks. The friends who noticed said something thought though thought it was a fucked up bug i found out recently that there have been friends who have noticed and didn't say anything some of them have removed me from their facebook friends list at this point some of you may be wondering why i didn't just kill my facebook profile i wish i had i did for a little while on days when i can't get out there though it's nice having friends available to chat it's nice visiting m's page when the little green circle isn't next to her name Oh, like she's online? Uh. I was already socially reclusive when M was alive. Her death turned me into something pretty close to a hermit. And Facebook and MMOs were are my only real good social outlets. On March 15th, I sent what I assumed was M's hacker a message. And he said, why are you doing this? Why do you keep tagging her? So he sent this message to her. And then on March 25th, I received an answer. It wasn't until I was going over these logs a few months later that I noticed she was recycling my own words as well. So here's the answer that the person, whatever, gave them. Not said, hello, 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 hello. And then the, the guy said, this is actually devastating. I don't know why you enjoy doing this. And this person said, oh, my God, cinnamon scented candles. And he said, go to hell. And then she said, why are you doing this? Like, it's, like, not even... Ugh, that's so spooky. Okay. So he just... He says it again. Then there's another one. It seems like this person sent... They sent another one that was just more recycled words on the 16th of April. I don't like this. That's, like, when ghosts, like, get into, like, radios and stuff and do things with it. And that's very scary. Yeah. But this says, before anyone asks, yes, I changed the password and all the security info countless times. No! And says, 29th of April, hadn't discovered any leads. Facebook had told me the location her page had been accessed from, but since her death, they're all places I can account for. My home, my work, her mom's house, etc. My response here wasn't bait. Yo, ask Nathan was an in-joke. Okay, so, like, I guess his messages kept scaring her, or scaring him. And then on the 8th of May, he got another message that just says, says, my jumper's in the dryer, and it's really cold out. And then there's, like, some temperatures. It says, really cold out, cold, cold. Nathan, please stop. Cold, freezing. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> That's all it says. And it's, like, all, like, disjointed. <laughs> what? Yeah, and says... Freezing is the most first original word whoever this was made. This gave me nightmares that have only started to kick in recently. I kept dreaming that she's in an ice cold car, frozen blue and gray, and I'm standing outside in the warmth, screaming at her to open the door. She doesn't even realize I'm there. And so this still, the 24th of May, there was another one. I finally, it says where she sent um, one that just said, he said, I'm really drunk. I miss you. He said this to her because he was, like, sad. Whoever's on this account, I don't give a fuck. I keep coming home from work and expecting to see you at the computer. Should I be used to that by now? And then she answered, 
UST let me walk? So we're like, I don't know. It says, this, her reply is what prompted me to finally memorialize her page, thinking it might help curb this behavior. It might seem innocuous compared to your previous messages. It's pasted from an old conversation, whereas trying to convince her to let me drive her home from a friend. Yeah. Wow. So I guess he memorialized her page. A couple days after, I received the message about walking. Until today, she'd been quiet. She wasn't even tagging herself in my photos. I don't know what to do anymore. So I guess this was in 2014. She sent another message that just said, Emily, Emily. It says, when you see this message, please ring me straight away. Please stop. I rang and they said, I'm starting to panic. Cold. Answer your phone. I don't know what's happening. Cold. Freezing. And, like, that's the last message even after he memorialized her page. This is real. This this seems... What? This does seem like a creepy pasta. Creepy... I know, it totally does, but it is really creepy. Yeah. I don't know. That is a really spooky story. Like, it's really scary. Oh, yeah, it's on our no sleep. So, yeah, it's definitely a story. That's really good, though. Yeah, so that was the only other thing that I found. It is a lot of detail. I mean, this is... Is it fact? Is it fiction? It sounds like it maybe, I don't know, maybe it's faction. Who knows? Could be based on a, a similar event, did it? Could occur. be based on a similar event, yeah. Wow. I hate the idea of that. I... One of the things... I I tried to pursue some, some ghosts... Some ghosts in the computer research. Yeah. And I couldn't really yeah, find yeah. anything. But one of... The one interesting thing I saw was... The concept that computers are brains. So if people can be possessed, why cannot computers? And I hated oh. that. I hated it. Big Bad King Boo Boo said that that Reddit has a strict kayfabe rule. So they it's fake, but they try to make yes. pretend that it's real. Yep. <laughs> kayfabe, kayfabe rule. rule. Thank you for that. <laughs> Bless. All right. Well, it come up. I mean, that it came up on my searches for stories about possessed computers so interesting i like it that is a good story mm-hmm Oof. kayfabe okay i need to start my wrestling talk show and the willy boo on twitter told me to call i was like i don't know what to call it and they were like just call it kayfabe because that's like the first half of your name and i'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> wow that's right it's true it's genius. Genius. So I'll probably do that at some point. I had much to say after last week, so I'm sure I can. <laughs> I have a lot to say about wrestling. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that that story was false, but it was a good that story. That was a good story. Still spooky. I don't. I I think that the believable thing is like, had that person been like, uh, she's she messaging me that she misses me and she's running around. Like the scary part is that. Parts of the things that he said were recycled back to him because that seems like yeah some- that seems more believable yeah. for sure. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> Did you have any more ghost stories, or should we move on to the subject that I researched? No. Yeah. Move on. Let's move on to yours because I I just I found those couple of things the eBay thing you know callbacks to our previous <laughs> our, our previous eBay buying of dolls and divot boxes. <laughs> boxes. Still gonna send so, you one of those. Yeah. No. So I tried to look into some ghost things and I did get a lot of annoying like my computer is haunted, Windows 10 is broken, and I'm like, that's just Windows 10. <laughs> but I ended up segue to the concept of computers being possessed by demons. 
And mm. the the whole mo- movement of this was spearheaded by one guy because all of the articles Whoa. I found led back to this one person. So I will start with this one, which I think is pretty succinct. Um, okay. The time of this ranged in the early 2000s. So this article is from 2000. And it says, U.S. preacher finds demon-possessed PCs, and they speak in tongues, too. Oh. Uh, Forget about viruses and malicious hackers. The real threat these days is far more insidious. Your home computer may be host to a demon, and you or your family may well come under its malevolent control, the Weekly World Uh News reports. While the computer age has ushered in many advances, it has also opened yet another door through which Lucifer and his minions can enter and corrupt men's <laughs> souls. The paper, the paper quotes the Reverend Jim Peasborough, author of an upcoming book, The Devil and the Machine, as saying, The demons are able to possess anything with a brain, from a chicken to a human being, and today's thinking machines have enough space on their hard drives to accommodate Satan or his pals, the paper reports. (laughs) I'm sorry. Wait, so demons' hard drives have enough room, have enough thinking, processing power to have Satan come hang out? And his pals. (laughs) And his pals? All of them. The more the merrier. Disk capacity is an issue, however. Only a PC <laughs> only a PC built after 1985 has the storage capacity to house an evil spirit, the minister explained. So we have some we have some specifications. Oh my god. Like, yeah, you can't house any demons on those Pentium 2 processors. Nah, nah. So basically you probably have like like five Satans in your computer at any given time now here in 2020. Yeah. I mean, what about, what about, like, Satan on Twitter? Like, what about Satan in the cloud? Oh, my gosh. They're all in the cloud. Yeah. The Georgia clergyman says he became aware of the problem from counseling churchgoers. I learned that many members of my congregation became in touch with a dark force whenever they used their computers, he said. Decent, happily married family men were drawn irresistibly to pornographic websites and forced to witness unspeakable <laughs> abominations. <laughs> Housewives who had never expressed an impure thought were entering internet chat rooms oh and my found God. themselves spewing foul, debasing language they would never use normally, he declared. Oh <laughs> One God. woman wept as she confessed to me, I feel when I'm on the computer as if someone else or something else just takes over. The minister said he probed one such case, actually logging into the par- parishioner's computer himself. To his horror, an artificial intelligence program started spontaneously. The program began talking directly to me, openly mocked me, he recalls. It typed out, Preacher, you are a weakling, and your god is a damn liar. Then the device went haywire and started printing out what looked like gobbledygook. I later had an expert in dead languages examine the text, the minister said. It turned out to be a stream of obscenities written in a 2,800-year-old Mesopotamian dialect. What? The minister estimates that one in ten computers in America now hosts some type of evil spirit. Oh, boy. The reverend advises anyone suspecting that their computer is possessed to consult a clergyman or, if the computer is still under warranty, to take it in for servicing. Technicians can replace the hard drive and reinstall the software, getting rid of the wicked wicked spirit permanently. What? (laughs) Like what? Yep. So this 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 lovely dude, Reverend Jim Peasborough, he is spearheading this movement that 
computers house satan and his pals anything after 1985 oh my god so <laughs> The reason another one, so where the connection was, was another website I looked at was cyberexorcism.com. No! <laughs> with the article, your computer may be possessed by a demon. And it's, it's they start quoting the, the same guy, a lot of the same information. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like the same thing. And so like both of these led me to the same person. I tried to Google him and his book comes up. He unfortunately does not have, like, a celebrity website that I saw, which makes me very sad. Oh, my God. <sighs> Let's see. And then I also ended up on MysteriousUniverse.org. Oh, yeah. I used to listen to their podcast all the time. Mm -hmm. And it says, computer problems could be possessed by a demon. Do you have trouble with your computer? Does it freeze or shut down at the most inopportune times? Does it go haywire suddenly or arbitrarily erase Yeah, that's just data? what computers yeah. do. Does it vomit forth long dead languages in a deep growling voice? If so, then you may have a serious problem. According to some reports, your computer or even your smartphone may actually be possessed by an evil spirit. Demon possession is a very well-documented phenomenon among human beings and has been for centuries. But what of modern devices such as computers and smartphones? And this article is from 2018. Can these machines serve as some sort of conduit for evil forces? One person who would say yes is that of Reverend Jim Peasborough of Savannah, Georgia, who has spent a lot of time denouncing how computers are powerful tools of the devil for corrupting our souls. So far, so standard, but Peasborough goes beyond by using the devil working through our computers as a metaphor for their bad influence on our youth and rather seems to believe that mm. demonic forces can literally possess our computers. <laughs> That's why they all hate Bill Gates. <laughs> it's, right? Yeah, because he did this, everyone. Yeah, he did this, right? Yep. Oh, boy. Yep, any PC built after 1985, again, hitting this home, everyone. If your computer... So you may want to go back and buy a computer pre-1985. Right. So you know that it won't yeah. be able... A demon won't be able to enter it. Yeah, then you know that Satan cannot get into yeah, it. Yeah, because you don't need that extra storage capacity. I am... Personally, uh -huh. I'm screwed because I have a solid state drive and then like a hard drive. <laughs> so I'm screwed. There's probably like yeah. a bunch of demons in there. I'm really interested. I think this all quotes the same thing I just read. I'm really interested. <laughs> I'm just, I just like... I'm interested in the statistic of one in 10 computers has a demon in it. Yeah. One in 10. One in 10. Oh, okay. So this article goes on to touch on some other stuff. It says... Don't just take Peasborough's word for it all, though. There's some other pretty spooky cases out there that seem to point to real demons actually lashing out and pushing through our computer screens. And one weird account comes from a poster on the site, Dreams of Dunamis, who says that as she was surfing the net one evening, she came across a car ad that was filled with what seemed to be sinister and cryptic Illuminati symbolism. As she scrolled down, she found more creepy symbols in a line of spectral black and white figures, and that at that point, she claims to have actually felt a demon physically leap out from her screen and actually possessed through her. What? Oh, yeah, that's the other one I pulled up, actually. These people pulled the same stuff I did. So that, that was the next thing I was going to read in depth was dreamsofdunamis.wordpress.com. Seven years ago, a demon came through the computer screen. So... What dreams what? of, yeah, we're going to just hop over here because it led correct, like straight into this. Dreams of Dunami says, surfing internet late one night after the kids had all gone to bed, 
I came across a review from Prison Planet about the new Alexis car commercial and how... No, not Prison Planet. Is I think that's one of, like, Alex Jones's things. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, no. No, Prison Planet's another, like, conspiracy theory site, but it's, like, a very... I feel like it's a very fringe one. Ooh. Well... That's where it was. About the Lexus car commercial <laughs> and how it was filled with Illuminati symbolism. So yeah, oh, yeah. Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, that's, that tracks. That tracks with that for sure. I sensed that it may not be the best thing for me to be viewing at that time, but I went ahead and looked at it anyways. As I read the article, I scrolled down the page, and as soon as I saw one of the Illuminati symbols that looked like a line of black and white ghostly figures, I felt, I felt in all caps, a demon come through the computer screen. It went right through me. Definitely a creepy feeling. <laughs> I immediately cast out the demon and shut down the computer, but I was still too late. One of my kids came rushing into my bedroom, his eyes still full of sleep, and asked me what, what it was that I had just encountered on the web. There was no question from this child that I had just been surfing the web. He knew that the demon he knew. waking him up from his sleep and attacking him had come from my room and through the internet. Uh-oh. Why, I asked him, what happened? He then described to me the demon who had just came into his bedroom and tried to attack him. It sounded just like the black and white ghostly picture that I had just seen on the webpage just moments before. The symbols were the same, so I knew it had to have come from that site. As I apologized to my child, I realized that I may have to stop surfing the web that late at night, for I did not want to disturb my kid's sleep like this it anymore. Sounds like it sounds like this guy got like a porn pop-up. <laughs> yeah. And it just like scared him so bad that he thought it was the devil. The devil. I shared this with my child and told him that as soon as I had sensed the demon come through the screen, I cast it out in the name of Jesus, exited the page, and closed up the computer. I was surprised that the demon did not leave once it had been cast out. I was also surprised and a bit frustrated that the demon attacking him was almost instantaneous. There was no pause or time lapse from when it came went through my computer screen to when it entered my into my child's bedroom to attack him. My child then reminded me that the demon that I had cast out had probably left, but there were numerous demons that could come through just one demonic doorway. And in this case, why is the kid like, hey, hey, dad, just remember, more than one demon can fit through a doorway at a time. Yeah, it's because children are innocent and know all about the movements and doings of demons. 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 <laughs> and in this in this case, viewing the photo was the doorway into our house. I tend to think that one photo of a demon is equal to one demon, but my kids keep telling me that this is not so, and that the main what? demon in the photo is just one of the many demons connected to the one in the photo that could come through such an and opening. Kids, kids will tell you any, anything. <laughs> like, this, like, they'll just say anything. Like, they're just... I'm interested in these like wow. de- demonologist children that this person right? has. Like, where'd they get? Where'd they go to school? Uh, this reminder yeah. disconcerted me, and so I asked my child if there were any more demons around in the house or on our property. I'm not sure, he replied, frowning. I do not know. When I heard his response, I knew that we had to cast out any remaining demons just in case. So we held hands, and together we began to pray. I asked the Lord for his forgiveness. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Don't pray. Uh, asked the Lord for his forgiveness in viewing the webpage, and then we cast out all demons that may have come through the computer screen. I then also sensed that we were also to ask Jesus to cover us in his blood. As soon as I said this last request out loud, I heard a loud splat sound behind me, and over to the left of where we were standing, as if several large drops of something wet had just landed upon the floor. At the same time, my child and I both looked back to where the sound had come from, and I seen a dark shadow, about four feet high, with wings, just sitting there. 
At the As the liquid hit parts of the shadow, it suddenly screeched out loud and jumped quickly backwards as if it was in sudden excruciating pain. And the next breath, I saw this demon get pulled backwards and disappear into the wall behind us. <laughs> when I looked back at my child's face, he grinned at me and nodded, but kept on praying, asking for the Lord to send us his what? angels to surround us and protect us. After my child finished the prayer, I asked him if he too had seen what I had, and he once again described to me exactly what I had just seen and heard. For this child, it was, un- it was usual to see and hear such things, but for me it was not. I remained in astonished awe of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and his, in the power of his blood. <laughs> he just wants to scare his dad off the PC so he can play I on know, it. He's like, I want to play World of Warcraft, dad. <laughs> I gotta get him yeah, off. Yeah, he's like, it's full of demons. And his dad's like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. And kid's like, sick, time to play Civilization. <laughs> oh, well, this guy, mm, this, he, he's elaborating, I think, a bit on his children. This was not the first time my children have been attacked by demons while they slept. Oh, because, not the first time, huh? Because of late night web surfing. Oh, yeah. That's when all the porn comes mm-hmm. out. The porn demons. Mm-hmm. The succubi. It has happened through others besides me as well. When someone else in the house <laughs> was viewing the web at night, secretly viewing the web at night in our house doesn't remain a secret for long because of the demons. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This especially happens when one visits websites, even Christian ones, that are shedding light onto the worlds of darkness. <laughs> even Christian ones. <laughs> Pages that reveal the Illuminati and their symbols, paintings of demons, pictures of aliens, or photos of murderers can all be a potential doorway for demons to enter into the home and attack. Wow, our houses are fucked. <laughs> yeah. During the day. De- <laughs> there are demons just all over this house. It's all like, over. Like- iPad demons, phone demons, computer demons, <laughs> pigeon demons. <laughs> All of them. They're everywhere. All of them. Chicken demons. Ugh. During the day, while we are awake, it is much easier for my family to sense them and cast them out. But as you can imagine, this can become harder to do when one is trying to get some sleep. This <laughs> this has also happened on occasion when watching certain TV shows late at night, such as paranormal investigations, alien abduction oh, stories, on. murder come suspense on. stories, no. or even some music videos. <laughs> music videos! Come on. Our family... Oh my god. Our family has seen demons come through the TV screen even during the day. Sometimes they would stay and try to attack us, while other times they were simply glad to be freed out of into our dimension and flew off to probably try to attack someone else out in the world. Our first encounter with demons... <laughs> Why does this keep going? Oh my god, it's oh my so god. long. I don't want to stop, though. Because I see we're Wait, getting into first YouTube. En- tell me the first... En- Tell me the first encounter. I want to know. I know. I know. I, I do want to hear about YouTube. Oh, I God. really, I do. Please. I'm going to hear what demons are in YouTube, please. Our first encounter with demons coming out of computer and TV screens happened several years ago when one of my kids had clicked on a video that promised the viewer a glimpse of a real alien. We were... It's like Markiplier. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> oh, my God. Jacksepticeye pops up and a demon yeah, just flies yeah. out. It's just like the face is just like I find a real alien. It's just like a really close up. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we were all sitting there at the kitchen table with the kids doing their schoolwork, and this one kid had finished early. So as a reward, how many? Ki- this is a random kid. This one kid, like what? So as a reward, I told him he could use the computer while he waited for the rest of the kids to finish. Well. 
Most of the YouTube video that he had decided to view was silent and dark, which caused one to lean in closer to the computer <laughs> It's literally screen. just a horror game. It's literally just pulls up playing a spooky game. I think it's a jump scare video because he says yeah. that it's mostly silent and dark, which caused one to lean in closer to the computer screen to see if you could oh. see anything. Oh, like the ones where it's like, try not to get scared. Yes, it like is that. Because he yeah. says, suddenly, a drawing of an alien's face flashed upon the screen. And a loud oh, yeah. roar oh, came yeah. from the speakers. And as everyone there at the table turned to look at the computer screen, a large black ghost-like hook, reminiscent of Peter Pan's Captain Hook, but very, very black and wraith-like, reached out through the computer screen and tried to stab itself into my child's forehead. It glanced what? off the surface of his skin and then gave an even louder roar of frustration once it realized it had failed in its attack. The claw then evaporated God. back into the computer screen. Laughter was then heard coming from the video as the perps laughed out loud at their supposed joke. Oh, I hope I hope this kid gets new parents. <laughs> it keeps going. Woo! Oh my God. As you can imagine, we were all left quite shaken. After seeing such a thing, it was a lesson none of us have forgotten. I soon learned through research <laughs> that there are Satanists out there that just love to do <sighs> stuff like this. They will produce... No, we have not forgotten. Forgotten. Uh, they will produce videos or artwork and then place spells upon them so that demonic doorways will open up whenever and wherever they are viewed. Hollywood hires real practicing Satanists to advise them in making the spells needed for their Whoa. movies. Oh, we're back into QAnon. We're back into QAnon. We got right back. This We're back. We're back. They're drinking their adrenochrome and getting hired by Hollywood. Oh, my God. One was even a Christian one about a lion, a witch, and a wardrobe. The spell the witch did on camera was real. It was real! It was real and opened up a doorway right into our living room. I give up. I want to leave. I, want to, I would like, I to, like leave, to leave, please. Sadly. I'd like to leave. Sadly, Satanism is real. Just as, thankfully, Christianity is real. Of course, God is God. So in the end, we know whose kingdom will prevail. Yet Satan is not an entity in which we should just ignore. As I have heard many Christians claim we should do. The scriptures say we are to cast these spirits out instead in the name of Jesus. We are also called to be aware of the devices of Satan. And yet at the same time, we're to have nothing to do with evil. At times, this makes for a fine line to walk upon. So stay close to the Lord at all times, for it is through him that we are protected. I'm getting bored. Um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> did, did I tell you that Alex Jones now is like, he's not into QAnon, but he is like constantly talking about the devil. The devil. So apparently the devil is a very common, a common thing these days. Mm. The devil's coming for us and is trying to take over the world according to many of these internet sources. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> what? Okay, it ends by saying, one of my kids' favorite songs when they were young is called No Monsters by Carmen. The video shows the demons coming out from the TV screen to try and attack and going back into it to escape. This song helped them to memorize what they should do when encountering those demons in the night. So if your kids can handle the B-grade monsters in this video, they might like to check it out and see what this little boy did to get rid of them. I took authority um, in Christ. Oh my god. That video was made by Hollywood. I thought all the Hollywood people were demons too. I, Whoops. Fucking get get your facts straight. You're trying to tell a story and you're getting confused. Oh my gosh. What is this? Oh yeah. Ashlon. I don't think anyone pays attention to Rush Limbaugh as much. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about like, obviously like Hugh and on Alex Jones so I can come back to you guys and talk about the modern day spooky Saturday that is the things that people believe. Uh-oh, Nuggie's doing it again. There he goes. Nuggie! <laughs> Stop. 
Oh, oh, he's stopping. He says, I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Now he's stomping. He does this to get attention. He's like, I'm going to eat this oh. and die unless you pay attention to me. Nuggy, no. Don't do it. Well, that was great. Wow. That was a good laugh. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. It ends in like 20 Bible verses. <laughs> and what, of them, what is one of them? Thou shalt uh, not go into chat rooms and speaketh of a porn. Uh, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh up through dry places, seek, seeking rest, and findeth none. So that's just a metaphor for the internet. I took a so I don't know. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. <sighs> Great, cool, 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 cool. Uh, I feel like I've um, lost many bl- brain cells today. <laughs> they were, but it was funny. That was wow! What a wild yeah. ride. Also, this person just has a, an indeterminate amount of children in his house. He's just like, the one kid finished, and I let him on the computer. And I'm like, what one kid? Is that not your kid? Whose kid is that? What are you doing? Wow. Well, do you want one more story I can read? Um, it's another Reddit story, not from the fake forum. But this one was someone's real story of their computer being haunted. Oh, yeah. I want to hear this. All right. Well, after this, we'll do some uh, story time stories, if that's cool. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Years ago, before I was even thinking about working in IT, I was a kid who loved computers. My father shared this love, and so we had multiple computers in the attic, probably full of demons. (laughs) One of those was my own, and a couple of others served various purposes like running programs on an old OS. My father was big against wasting energy by having computers running while no one was using them. And since I also slept in the attic... I had, who are you, like Harry Potter? (laughs) I had to keep an eye out, sleeping in the attic, if all the computers were closed down properly. One evening, when I went upstairs, I saw that one of my father's computers was still on. Being a good kid, I went to shut it down. But despite making the noise that only old computer fans (laughs) know in a way to warm space can can make and the power light being on, there was nothing to be seen on the screen. I just assumed that this old computer crashed during shutdown. Uh, something that happened from time to time. So I pushed the button on the front side of the PC to shut it down. This did exactly nothing, so I pushed it a bit longer without any noticeable effect. Not to be beaten by a computer, I decided to just flip the switch on the PSU on the back of the tower. To my surprise, this also did nothing. The computer just kept humming away and and the tune of his people and left me <laughs> shocked. All right. Being the competitive young man that I was, I would not let the, a computer beat me at something so simple. <laughs> So, as a last resort, I pulled the power cable out from the PSU. That would shut it down, right? Wrong. (gasps) Despite being cut off from its source of power, this demonic machine kept blowing air around in what I can only assume being a taunting way. And then I noticed it. In one of the USB ports, there was a USB hub that was still on. This hub had its own power supply. When my hand got close to got close to this hub, I could feel the heat radiating from it. I pulled out the power from this hub, and suddenly everything went silent. Somehow, this hub had been supplying power back to the computer through the USB port. Something that I thought was impossible, but it happened. The next day, I told my father about it, and after also being amazed at this unlikely event, he started the computer. There were no problems with the system, everything was working fine, and even the USB port was still working. The only thing that was broken was the USB hub, which did not survive its role as an impromptu power supply. Uh, today, Today, I learned... Computer is haunted and functions, or uh, TLDR, computer is haunted and functions without power, found the ghost in a USB hub and sent it to the next world. (laughs) So it wasn't haunted, but apparently computers somehow, if there's like a problem 
and it turns off, they can actually use the power from one of those like big powered USB hubs to keep it on. So tricked you. I remember that about tricked you guys. older computers, like the power button and then the power button on the back. Yeah, the USB 1.0 ports, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. That that computer. I know, I thought that was a fun I thought that was a fun like 90s computer story about the kid being like the kid that, the kid's like I feel like smarter than us. Like he was like it's not haunted. I'm going to keep looking and what I would have been like ah! just like <laughs> ran out. like uh toss it. <laughs> no. Remember when so, I mean, remember when mice like computer mouses had the rolly balls in them? Yes, and they got gunk all in yeah, them. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love PCs. I love my PC. But I did hate those rolly balls because they would get goopity gunk in them all the yeah, time. Yeah, real nasty. No. No, no. Uh, Cold Drake, no, it does not explain how those 80s Teddy Ruxpins kept moving without batteries. Because that. that's terrifying. Hate that. Yep. I had a uh, Nuggy, Nuggy, I see you, Nuggy. No, He's doing it. I see him. <laughs> T- today's episode brought to you by Kayla's pigeon, Nuggy, who wants to eat his potty pad and choke. He's trying to get to the underside of it. He sure is. I see him. He's like, Google, pay attention to me when I do stuff. <laughs> I hate him. The worst. Just kidding. I love him. He's just determined to Nuggie die no. for some reason. Nuggy. Constant uh. supervision. Please. Teddy Ruxpins were pretty much a door to... De- if, if demons are coming in through computers, they were 100% coming through Teddy Ruxpins. And Furbies. Those things were possessed. And, and Furbies. Those things are 100% possessed. Did you see, like, they make Furbies now with the weird, like, LED eyes? Yes. And how was that better? I, it's not. I miss the blinky eyes. <laughs> the blinky eyes were better because the LED eyes still make them look like Uncanny Valley. Like, they're still scary. Yeah. Man. Wow, yeah. we've learned so much Great. about de- demons. This was this was dumb. This was a dumb. <laughs> <laughs> These were all dumb, but whatever. It made me laugh. It's fine. We all enjoyed ourselves. I learned. So I learned on. a lot. Okay, I learned that if your computer is was created after 1985, there is a one in ten chance that there's a demon in it. I guess <laughs> maybe Satan could be Satan and his pals because my friend. <laughs> yeah, my friend has one of those old, like, I don't know what kind of, you guys, one of you in, in chat will probably know. It's one of those old Macs that's like a just a, a rectangle. Like oh, a the rectangle. Color, colorful ones? No, it's not. It's not the colorful oh, before ones. before that. The- it's before that. It's even older, and it's got, like, the little screen. Yes. And it's just very small, but it's got, like, a, a it's got a CRT screen. It doesn't even have Because you could play um, Oregon Trail on that. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's an Apple II. Yes, that's what it is, Bees4. You're correct. Yes, it's an Apple II. She has it in her garage, and every time I see it, I'm just like, I want to get this thing out and, like, see if it still works so bad. <laughs> you need it. You need it. That can be your safe research Exactly. What if we took Spooky all Saturday? the demons out of the computer and put it into that one, and then they Ooh. would be stuck, and then it'd be, a, like, a computer divot box. That sounds like the plot of, like, a Buffy-like show where you put the demons into that computer and then the demon is sassy and he talks to you through that computer and he's a character in the show. Yeah, that'd be, like yeah, that. that'd be great. And the com- it's like Ghost Rider, remember that? Yeah! Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's great. There we go. We just wrote a show for Hollywood. We did it. There You're you welcome. go. Too bad they're all demons drinking adrenochrome. <laughs> ah! Oh, no! Ah! 
All right. Okay. Let's let's go to stories. Let's let's <laughs> let's give everyone some entertainment. Let's not just like <laughs> people thinking that Jesus is saving us from our computers. I took authority in Christ. I feel bad Jesus. for Jesus. I feel like Jesus was like you know, he's like, do unto your others as you would do unto yourself. I'm like, solid, solid advice, Jesus. And now now solid. everyone's like, there's demons coming from your computer. And I bet Jesus is just like, well, I just, like, I told you just be nice to your neighbor. Like, stop. <laughs> just stop. Just chill out. We just ch- stop. Just be, be yeah, cool. Stop, That's stop all killing ass. each other. Do you, would you kill your neighbor? What, what did I say? I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, apparently in chat. Big Bad King Boom Boo informed me that Buffy actually did that. So. Oh, well, there, well, it was just well, in our brain somewhere. I need to go rewatch Buffy from start to finish. I just really remember the musical episode. That was my favorite. That was my favorite, too, yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, I liked anything when there was, like, witchy episodes. It was fun. Yeah, that was the good yeah, stuff. It was good. All right, I have a story pulled up and ready to go okay. when you are. All right. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at spookysaturdaystories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. This story comes from bees. 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 So, I used to live in a little house that I'd had a few strange and spooky encounters in, and one day, I brought over an old friend because she was going to be moving soon. We walked around the house a little bit, keep in mind this took place in broad daylight, and I showed her around. Once we got to my sibling's room, this encounter took place and it's been in my memory to this day. She was standing in the doorway against a white wall, directly next to my own room, which was across the hallway. As I spoke to her, I didn't realize that I had totally stopped talking. I watched a black shadow walk from my room, walk in a circle around her, and speed towards the kitchen. Ew! It it vanished. Once I told her what happened, she got freaked out, and we left for the time being. Nuggy got pissed at that story. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yikes! What do we think? No! Yikes! No, no! Mm Mm-mm. Hmm. No, that's no, that's that's scary. I'm just gonna say that's a that's a fact. That's spooky. Spooky. Well, you got this. It's extremely Whoa. true story. Whoa. According to bees, extremely true. You're that's right. horrible. I hate shadow things. Me too. I went outside last night and I was like, you know, just going between the the middle upstairs and the basement. And I looked towards the chicken coop and I saw a shadow, like a black shadow, stop, run across the ground, like against the fence and like towards the chicken coop. Now, there are a large variety of animals <laughs> that live in the bushes behind my chicken coop. So could it have been a rat? Yes. Could it have been a possum? Yes. But the only thing that was spooky about it, it was like pitch black. Like it was like black in the darkness. So whatever it was, maybe it was a baby raccoon. But it was tiny. It wasn't raccoon size. It was like this big. So my guy, it wasn't a possum because I've seen like all the animals that are out there. So it was something. I hate it. And it kind of like was loping. So like, ugh. Yeah. So I think it was just a, a really big rat. Like a big rat. Yeah. They get really, they do get very large. 
honestly. We used to get like really big chonkers at my old house when I was growing up. Yeah. Well, thankfully, everyone was in bed and I lock the chickens up at night. So they're safe, tucked in, tucked in in their safe little square. I see you, Nuggie. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Every time you tell him to stop, he like stomps away. Yeah. And he's like on his butt really hard. Yeah. Right now, and I know why, Nogi, and you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love pigeons. Anyway, oh, you can, people are asking about Nuggy. You can see him uh, next weekend because yes. he's terrible. If you're, and I don't want to get him out right if now. If you're excited for the pajama party, please come and see Nuggy in person while he'll probably try and like bite a cord and kill himself in some other way. He's also very rough looking because his tail's messed up. He is just, he was not meant to live. Yeah. Bless him. But he's doing his yeah, best. Yeah, Nuggie's just trying to remind us all the time that the pajama party is coming up this weekend. Please join us. If we're join alone, us. it'll be sad. <laughs> oh, and I might have a pigeon that is up for adoption on the East Coast. Oh, fun. I heard that that bird is fine, just has a fracture and needs time to heal. And then I will probably get it and have it for next weekend and be like, please take this bird. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So exciting. Are they a feral or a domestic? Uh, I think pro- a feral, I think really young too. Oh, I so guess I'll see. If they're young, then they could be a friendly friend. It'd be very good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Story time. Sorry, Nuggy. You got your attention. <laughs> All right. Okay. I had a friend named Alyssa. Before we met, she lived in a little town out in the Midwest. She related this tale of something creepy to me recently, and I found it rather spooky myself. Years ago, when she was a teenager, Alyssa would take walks around some abandoned grounds on the outskirts of town. On one fine fall day, she was coming up on the grounds and smelled popcorn and frying oils. And when she picked up the pace, found a whole carnival set up there. Okay, yeah, mm-mm, nope. There wasn't any news of a fair or carnival coming to town, so naturally this confused her. Nevertheless, she ran in, taking in the lights of uh, and the sound of carnival music that surrounded her. She watched as the clowns marched from the circus tent and made all balloons for the children as the mid- midway men made the case to visit their booth. She even saw a freak show with snake men mischievously scaring unwary audience members. It never occurred to her until years afterwards that she never saw anybody she recognized there. As it approached early evening, she worked up the nerve to try a ride. She was always a bit nervous on any ride that was over five mile- miles per hour. Yes, I tease her constantly. Settling on the roller coaster, she got in line behind a couple that appeared to be about her age. She remembers the coaster well, as the only others like it were here at Cedar Point, the old wooden kind. The closer she got, the louder she could hear creaks and groans every time the coaster would pass. In front of her, the couple began arguing about something, eventually drowning out the creaking as their turn came. When their time was near, she said the guy apparently walked away in a huff, Uh, while the woman got on. For some reason, she got a bad feeling and decided to try another ride. Just as she left the ride queue, she heard a loud crash from behind her, then panicking all around her. She was suddenly swept up by the crowds around her as they made for the exits, and as she felt her her knees outside the gate, all was silent. She looked back, and the carnival was gone. She asked about the grounds later on, and apparently there was a carnival on the grounds back in the early 1900s, which closed when the roller coaster derailed, killing eight people. She swears on her life that she was there, and that all of it was real. As for me, I don't really know what to think. Oh no! So spooky! That's like straight up from Factor Fiction. Yeah, that's a good, that is a good Factor Fiction 
Oh no, that's really spooky. And that one did not have a name sign off, so anonymous. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, they say that they don't know, their friend told them that, so we don't know if it's fact or fiction, right? Oh, I have an answer. Oh, I okay. Do know. Okay, well, if their friend told them that and they don't know, I'm just going to say it's fact, because if they got it from their friend, how are they supposed to know? True. Yeah, how are they supposed to know? Well, our writers got you. Oh, no, this it's one. fake. They I thought it up. was going to be made real because they said they got it from their friend. <laughs> we made it up. They got you by throwing in that friend. No. I'm, I mean, I'm sure this person, I'm, I'm sure you actually do have friends. Anonymous. <laughs> I just mean sticking in that Well, that was a man. good story. Though. That's a really spooky story. That's how they get you. Yeah, that was really spooky. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah, that was a good spooky story. I don't like carnivals, you guys. All right. Do you want to do one more? Um, sure. Let's go ahead and do one more. And then I've got a I've got a short one here, so I figure we could close okay. this one. Yeah, we're like I said, we're gonna sign off a little early today because I think we're both very, very burnt out from planning all these things, and I think we just need a break. <laughs> a break. But we will be soon after the pajama party. We will be doing our bonus episode and all that things for the the patrons. So yeah, if you're excited. S- Game spooky game stream. I want to play Phasmophobia. Yeah, I bought it so we could play it. Yeah, I want to play that too, so we can go real ghost hunting. Yeah, real ghosts, real All ghosts, right. real ghosts. Okay. All right, ready? Yes. All right, go. This one comes from Adam. Believers, is this fact or fiction? The summer after I graduated was filled with wild adventures and late nights. One specific night, my friend and I took a friend back to our old school in the middle of the night. To smoke cigarettes and talk. Scandal. My high- <laughs> Scandal. My former high school was in a large pre-colonial mansion and was already known to be haunted. As we sat on the front steps, my friend and I both, independent of each other, stood up quickly and turned to face the building. The girl who was with us was startled and asked what was going on. I told her I had heard something from inside the building. My friend, with deep shock on his face, asked me what I had heard because he had heard something too. He, I told him that I heard a woman singing a lullaby. He told me that he had heard the same thing, a woman singing a lullaby. Our, our friend heard nothing. We were terrified. A minute later, we were in the car getting out of there. No. They just heard someone singing a lullaby? Yeah. Ew. Gross. Gross. I don't know. That sounds like fact to me. Like, that's some typical ghosty ghost nonsense. Okay, well, according to our friend Adam, this is 100% true. Oh, no. Spooky. You're right again. Ugh. I don't like any, like, whenever I hear anyone singing outside, I'm immediately like, ghost, what's happening? (laughs) Like, ghost. (laughs) I'm like, no one could possibly be expressing joy just outside. Who does that? Who does? Who does that? Yeah, who does that? I don't know. In a public space. In a public space. I can't. I like it's impossible. Oh my gosh. Well, Ugh. oops. I know. <laughs> Whoops. Well, thank you all for tuning into this little bit shorter episode. But we will have an episode on Halloween. Yes. We're going to have it a little bit earlier. 
but there will be a Halloween episode, and I'm and of course it'll just be Halloween themed. So we'll just come up with fun Halloween stories and factor fictions and stuff like that. So yeah, sorry, that's um, my fault. I for I uh, agreed to do something on Halloween without realizing Halloween was a Saturday, but it's fine. Yeah. We'll just do it a little earlier. We can't have actual Halloween because uh, it's ruined this year. <sighs> Maybe not. I don't know. At least we'll be hanging out here, which honestly, that's a great place to hang out on Halloween. So it's true. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks again for all your support and kind of the Patreon and stuff like that. And uh, we will see you all next week, hopefully, or the week after. Don't <laughs> but do please that. Don't. don't you want to see Nuggy for the first yeah, time? He's, he's doing it again. All right, thank you all. We'll see you soon. Take care of yourselves. Drink water. Okay, bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at kaylaklein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. If you want to toss a coin our way, you can offer the podcast some sustainable support by subscribing to Patreon.com slash SpookySaturday. Spooky Saturday airs live Saturday on twitch.tv slash wecrowinghens at 3 p.m. Pacific.